Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to another wonderful episode of National Treasures Podcast. Uh, it's the podcast where we go for days out, and it's so nice, isn't it? This is my co-host, Will Duggan. Hello, uh, I am Will Duggan. I really enjoyed listening to Laura explain the podcast that we've done for borderline three years and seemingly yeah. forget the premise halfway through the explanation. We really managed to make that sound like it was my first time on the podcast, which is, is quite, quite skillful. Th- th- this is a, a, a <laughs> podcast and we do, a, you know, and, and ha, 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 nice. Mm, have you heard of that's, podcasts? <clears throat> that's interesting. I have Not that yet, issue Colin. with my po- Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I can't. ADHD alert. ADHD alert. Okay, carry on. This is I've Colin Holt. He's our guest on today's podcast, and we love him dearly. Hello, Colin Holt. Hello. I'm very good. Thank you. Sorry for interrupting. No, me. that's very much the theme of the podcast, if we're honest. It, you're going to fit right in. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I, I also get that where I forget the podcast. I forget what podcast I'm talking about. I think it might be an ADHD thing. I go, we, I'm doing this one called Epic Things, and I'm halfway through, and I go, what is, do you want to explain, what is it? And we're kind of like talking like as if we've just coming up with the idea, which sounds really <laughs> shit. Sounds very bad. Yeah, sorry, Will. You were saying, darling. I'm just going to say one day soon on this podcast, someone will finish a sentence, and that will be when we finish it, because it's not yet happened. And even now, <laughs> not quite. Who needs the end of a sentence? Put the important stuff at the beginning of it before people stop listening. But I also find warning slightly... war. <laughs> warning what? Sorry, war. What? Yeah, exactly. I find it very slightly creepy when uh, on the good podcast. I'm not saying yours isn't a good podcast. I mean on the very professional ones where they they wait for the other one to finish. Mm. I'm really like, but you're not saying anything. They must feel very alone and not listened to. Yeah, because you're not going. Mm, yeah, yeah, all the time. And if someone anyway. doesn't interrupt me. I find, when I listen back to myself... Then they're a fucker. Yeah. (laughs) And also, I will just keep repeating the same (laughs) sentence using slightly different words. Yeah. Say something profound, and they'll say again a different word. You start to doubt what you're saying. Is this good? Basically, anyone who doesn't interrupt each other or be interrupted is, is some kind of psychopath. 
Yeah, agreed. That's what we're discovering. Well, listen, thank you very anyway, much for coming on the podcast. And thank, thank you, you for, for sending me. us to wonderful Wollerton Hall. Mm. We had a banging time, didn't we, Will? We had an utter blast. We had a lovely drive up in the morning. We had a beautiful mm. walk round. We had a nice go in the museum. We liked the gardens. It was just a, a heavenly little day out. We got so close to a deer. It was incredible. Yeah, so close. Yeah, I loved, I listened to the podcast and I loved that bit where you just suddenly went, oh, there's a deer. And it is like that, isn't it? Because you're just in a car park and suddenly there's deers everywhere. Yeah. Surrounding you. Yeah. It was mad. It's quite exciting. So did you grow up near there? Why there? Not that near there. Well, I grew up in Nottingham, but Woolerton, I think my dad was from Woolerton originally. Mm. He's no longer with us, so I I can't ask it, but I I think he was from near there. But um, it felt very posh to us you know it was like it was like a proper trip out to this posh place yeah um but it it wasn't i mean it was just the grounds and stuff really but it was always the place we used to go on a saturday if we had a free saturday or do you know what it was it was if our aunties or uncles were coming to stay or were meeting us we'd meet at woolerton hall for some reason yeah that was the place because you could just hang out and have picnics and stuff all day you know there's a certain age that you get to isn't there where Going for a day out that's less instantly fun starts to feel cleaner and classier. Whereas as a kid, you're like, this isn't a day out. This is shit. Oh, yeah. You hit that age where you go, I have that with my kids. Yeah, totally. The kids, my kids are like that now, where you go to a wood or something and they're like, uh, woods are awful. Woods are just the worst. My friend Ed told me that once he was like, Similarly, on like one of those days where it wasn't an immediately gratifying day out, they're walking up a nice like hill or a mountain or something. And he yeah. got to the top and he was like, wow, what a beautiful vista. And this little boy, seven or eight years old, just got to the top and went, well, that's that. Back down we go. Because <laughs> <Like>, just <laughs> done. Because Hall, that's one of the things we thought, though, was that it actually was quite decent for kids. Because they'd put actual board games and stuff out and, and all the drawers and the dresses were interactive. But maybe that's an adult thing about kids. Like, I'm seven years old. Do I want to open a drawer and smell some thyme? Oh, Probably. she would love all that stuff. Oh, she would okay. love all that stuff. But that wasn't really there when we were kids. They had the animals, the stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. The yeah. adventure playground wasn't there, but it was. There was like a zip wire. I think it might be the first zip wire ever went on. Oh, well, I don't think oh. we found the adventure playground. It, you did. You started with it by the car park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, know, yeah. It just feels like a playground now. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have associated adventure with that slide. I'm I think the old say, one was it, more adventurous. Yeah, was more, it was a nice in, in that it was falling apart but. and dangerous. <laughs> Tetanus is an adventure. Yeah, yeah. The park was pretty impressive, though, wasn't it? The, the one they've got oh, now. Oh, yeah. But it and all, just went on forever. Does it feel... I don't know what I mean by this, but it feels a little corporate nowadays. It doesn't feel like a fun little... Do you know what I mean? There's like a cafe and... I don't know, all parks. When I take kids to parks, it feels like someone's like capitalised on this business of having loads of kids there. Whereas old parks used to be a bit more like, you know, but I suppose we wouldn't have thought about that as kids, would we? We tried to go to the cafe and they had nothing available for lunch. So I don't think the oh, corporate really? takeover's been that intense. Okay. It fe- also, I, when I, you were a kid, you weren't paying. So it would have been free. That's true. Yeah, and like the other cafe... God, I'm moaning about it now. Why am I bringing this wonderful place That's down? all right. We like all sides. The nice thing about doing this podcast is that we ask p- for permission to go and record there, but we yeah. never say, 
oh, we're going to be real nice about your place. It's yeah. always like we just come and have the average day. So if there's criticisms to be made, we'll bloody make them and then apologise for making them. Just go back to series one, listen to a slag off Warwick Castle for about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's not a criticism. I think it's just uh, the the sad fact of getting older and realising you're not a kid and then going and it's like, you know what I mean? They've got like nice cafes that you get in a national trust or something. And I used to like it when it was just like a woman giving you a cup of tea and that was it. You know, that was the best you could get. (laughs) You'd have to bring your own sandwiches, you know. There's something sweet yeah. about that. But now it's like everything kind of looks the same. You know what I mean? When you see those cafes, you're like, oh, they're the same as the cafes in all the cafe places. Whereas what I love about Wilton Hall is it all looks like somewhere you've never seen before. Yeah. It's like really ob- odd. And like the little museums and stuff are so like obscure. And, and I remember always being jealous as a kid that people went to the cafes because we would have the cool bag full of sandwiches we'd made that morning, you know, oh, and yeah, the yeah. multi-pack bag of crisps. And then dad would be like dispatched back to the car to go and get it halfway right. through the yeah, day. Because yeah. you'd have the 10-minute discussion, are we going to lug this round all day? And you'd be like, oh, let's just go. And just never occurring, like, why don't we just go to the cafe like everyone else? And you're like, oh, because this was all of the disposable cash to drive us here yeah. and look round, you moan yeah. bitch. Yeah, we would never go to the cafe. My mum still brings like a bag, but she'd always use like the bag that the bread came in. Yeah. To put sandwiches in. Yeah. Because we didn't have like, like the idea of a sandwich bag is a very, very posh idea in my house. Yeah, oh, 100%. It still is to me. It's like a weird thing. Uh, but um, yeah, we'd use so that decadent. bag. So decadent. Achingly decadent. Um, we'd have like bread, just bread and loads of butter and cheese just like slammed together. Just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's so nice Quite now gross. that like recycling culture is, is better because I felt like that was such a marker of like, God, why can't we just afford sandwich bags? Yeah. <laughs> why have right. I got yeah, the homeless yeah. bag or whatever? Yeah. But, and then like now you're like, oh no, it's, it's actually saving the planet. So it's. Before we move on so from, uh taking your own sandwiches i went to a park with my friend and his kids about three four months ago and he revolutionized picnics in parks for me he didn't make the sandwiches before he left so he got like bread butter and ham just made loads of them but then he sliced tomato cucumber lettuce into another bag and sort of just quick finish it off before you ate it so everything was remained fresh and the bread didn't go soggy it was absolutely genius that is very clever. Because tomatoes yeah. soak into <coughs> bread is the worst. Yeah. Ooh. Wet bread. I get me started on <laughs> wet, wet bread. bread. Why do Ugh. I feel like this will be your next show? Yeah, wet, wet bread. bread. Colin Horton, wet bread. Am I right, though, everyone? It's, it's horrible, isn't it? Just doing the Just whole keep, show with two pieces re- of bread taped to either side of your head. Yeah, and I really think people are more into it than they are, you know, halfway <laughs> through the show. But wet bread, guys, what's that? Blah, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of that cheese. Garlic bread. Water yeah. and a bread. I've tasted it. It's not the future. <laughs> Do you remember the upstairs? Because we didn't really get to see the upstairs. Do you remember what's up there? Well, so or what I was ha- up there and your many visits? It's very much the one of the places of my uh, my sort of childhood dreamscape or whatever you want to call it. Is that what it's called? As in, you know, you know you can just go to a place from when you're a kid and walk around it in your mm. mind. But it's all changed from what it was. So did you find the gorilla, for example? A gorilla? Oh, my no. God, you didn't find the gorilla. <gasps> I think he is upstairs. Yeah, the, upstairs the gorilla is available to us on our visit. For the, so for the whole time, 
Oh, why not? They closed it. Um, they're refurbishing they're it. They're refurbishing yeah. it, yeah. Oh, those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> those Wollerton bastards. Um, no, it's uh, the gorilla. I think he was called Guy the Gorilla. But he was kind of the main draw of, of Wollerton Hall. That's why everyone went. That's why I went. And he was basically like um, a... Well, he was a gorilla. Didn't Again, that thing you said about when they're stuffed badly mm-hmm. didn't quite look like a gorilla. Looked right. like a sort of Perfect. screaming, I don't know what, like some sort of like skinny screaming man. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> like, a, like a hellraiser creature, you know. He's got his arm raised like this and he's going like that. Um, and his, you know, his genitals fully on display and sort of like, mm. you know, really, really showing them off, which I as kids... I have ever seen Gorilla Junk. It's, it was, I, I'm genuine. I'm sat here in a hotel in a travel lodge in Edinburgh trying to picture a gorilla's penis um, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, in the memory palace of my childhood. Um, I think it was not, uh, not gigantic or anything. Well, a lot of that feels like a flex, Colin Holt. Fairly, what's, what, what is a flex? I can't know what a flex is. Ah, uh, you know, a gorilla, silverback gorilla. Uh, it's not not as big as mine. Um, you know. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Ah. It was I, quite small, oh, no, no. just ten inches. It wasn't a flex. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I, I never. I'm glad. For, thanks for explaining what flex means. No, genuinely, I think it was a reasonably average. If you saw it in a man, you'd go, yeah, sure. It right. does sound... I don't know how to get out of this flex. <laughs> I, Someone get me out of this bloody flex. It. Just, just I'll save flex. you, Colin. I'm reasonably yeah. sure that of all at the primates, yeah. humans have, like, the sort of biggest... Like, you, you'd imagine it'd get a bigger... Oh, really? Size, yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. that ours are sort of, like, the biggest in comparison to our bodies, whereas, like, gorillas... Because they're sort of in the jungle... You know, you want to catch it on an errant branch, a little bramble. They're quite small. I'm going to really ruin my um, Google algorithm and just Google the words gorilla penis. Go for it. Yeah. No, I, I, it genuinely wasn't that that big. The, the, but, but it was there and we loved it. And it's funny there was a, a real I joy. I remember things like that that you'd want to go and like just stare at it. And you're like, I don't yeah. even know what new information I'm taking on here. But yeah, I want to get around this whole dusty house to go and not, stare at this gorilla. Yeah, not just the penis. I mean, yeah, the penis was there. Yeah. That, was the, that was the titillation. Some penis, the, some rest of. The face was sort of screaming at you. It's oh. a real, like, stuck in my mind as this, like, he was angry, you know. But I, do you know what? He was so sort of small and stretched. I think he was a chimpanzee and they just put gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Just very um, tight. He looks tight. Yeah, he looks very. He looks a bit like Begbie if Begbie was a gorilla. You know, that sort of like angry tightness. Um, but he was. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's always been in my childhood. You know that kind of. You know, when you remember a thing. Do you remember there was that big gorilla that we used to see all the time? You know, mm. um, almost like he was. He sort of took on life in my mind. You know, <laughs> I think there's a there, genuinely the show I want to do next, which is a stand-up show is sort of he connects to it because it's about when we, we did this Ouija board and um, there was a there's a gorilla involved. And uh, anyway, <laughs> I, won't, I don't want to spoil it because, you know, I'm basically giving me the punchlines. But um, yeah, I really, I really, qu- I'm quite still taken by him. Um, and then when, when we did, so I have taken my kids there fairly recently and the upstairs was open mm. and they had, um, 
But they changed it. So before it was just like, we'll put a big gorilla in the middle of the hall. And it's everyone's like, well, it's a gorilla. Whereas now they've kind of made it a little bit more... Uh, it's a bit. It's a little bit woke, you know. <laughs> it's not. It's not woke. As in, they they put all signs up saying killing gorillas is bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. they have to kind of let you know. And it was quite. And and they had um, the history of because you were talking about on the podcast about the hunters and how people just did shit like that. And mm. yeah, they had the whole history of who he was and and his family, and it was really quite. What upsetting. the gorilla? Like, yeah. So they <laughs> they had photos taken at the time where they killed him and brought him back and like hanging on one of those sticks you know oh, sort of no. really really quite upsetting quite yeah. harrowing so that, isn't it that was quite a moment for me to see that you know and, and then just this... his corpse next to you full of sawdust with his dick yeah. out it's so yeah. disrespectful yeah 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 they'd really done their best to try and go sosme you know they've also got one of those rooms you know with with those museums it's funny how, how, with my kids now because i see my reactions as a kid you know what I mean? If if you're open to it rather than fight it in a kind of like, come on, we've got to go, you know, and, and if you're just sort of like see through their eyes, you sort of realise. So there's always a room that's just fucking stones, isn't there? Or like the volcano yeah. room. And it's so boring. And you sort of always feel like you have to walk around it and go, hmm, hmm. I think there's one of those there. i tell you what else they did have, which I don't think they have anymore again, is an ant colony, which was the most incredible thing. Ooh. Gigantic and just loads of ants just up, up to no bloody good. Doing their building and stuff in that in the in this big glass cage, um, quite fascinating seen, to watch. It, it was it was kind of like a, a big thing in the late nineties, early two thousands. People would get like molten metal and then pour it into an ant colony. Dreadful for the ants, mm. but then of course the ants would all die. But then the metal would set and they'd pull it out, and you just see like the pathways. And those things are intricate. That's Sorry, horrific, I can't though, concentrate on the intricacy because oh, yeah. we. There's just... a lot going on. Yeah, it's genocide and art in one sentence, and you don't get that on many podcasts. Genocide. What I genocide? There's a podcast. What I what I love about <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> what I love about ants is that their world is like fully functioning, and they can they've got a complete society, albeit quite a fascist one. Probably, I suppose we'd see it as that. But they, they, they essentially rule the world as far as they're concerned. They don't, they're not really aware of us. We're just like, like a, to us, a, an earthquake or something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. They, they own the world. We, Do you reckon they, they have the, like, ah, oh, it's actually due uh, a foot stamp. You know, it's been six months since the yeah, last. It's going to go off at any time. I think, I mean, I don't think they have television. Or radio. <laughs> I don't think. I don't then think. How but do think they believe that they rule the bloody world? In their, well, in their own little. Uh, well, I suppose you they got don't. A Dave Channel. They don't You're believe it. Charge, I'm saying they. I'm saying they do rule the world. I'm saying, guys, you know, we should all have autonomy and just rule your own little space. That's what be an ant. Antonomy. Antonomy. Very good. Well, so, it's yeah. a good job you're here, buddy. I'm banging on about fascist me. ants ruling the world. <laughs> Twice now, Colin has started a sentence, and it, if you'd given me a million pounds or guesses, <laughs> it's ended in not the way. Like, think about Alaba ants. I didn't see that coming. And my, my other favourite one was my new stand-up show. So we did this Ouija board. You could have given me a year, and I would never have guessed Ouija board in the next sentence. Here's a question about the hall, Colin. So obviously, oh, yeah. we realised a bit too late, because... 
when you go in the hall, it actually yeah. says some of these rooms were used in the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman films. Yeah. But then we only realised after we'd left that the exterior of the hall is Wayne Manor in those I think films. it is. The whole thing is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So they, the exterior, the establishing shot of Wayne Manor is Woolerton Hall. And then a couple of the rooms inside were specific rooms. Yeah. Is it, it must have been weird, like, is there anything else in your like life where it jars you out? Like when I watched the first Captain America film, they filmed that near where I lived in Manchester. So you're taking like you're enjoying it and seeing like, oh, I, I drink in that pub. It must have been really quite jarring for you. Oh, to did see they that. really? Captain America mm. ones in Manchester? Whereabouts? Yeah, Whereabouts? Uh, in the northern quarter on Dale Street. Oh, really? Wow. Well, I, I I just didn't notice. I didn't notice it was Woolerton Hall when I watched Dark Knight Rises. Partly, perhaps I was a little bit too. Uh, concerned with Tom Hardy's Spain voice to sort of focus <laughs> on the hall, but it was um, I didn't rem- I didn't clock it was the hall until ages later. My brother told me it was it was strange, yes, strange. But I found out afterwards, so it didn't quite jar as much for me. Well, it was a good question and a poor answer. It was uh, a really <laughs> bad answer <laughs> and unnecessarily long. I did. <laughs> I definitely. The thing is, I, like Laura I totally said, have that thing where I'm doubting what I'm talking. Going. She didn't. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. It's like, oh, and then I, I think that's what I mean, isn't it? Is how you kind of end the sentence. <laughs> and I think, am I okay? Am I what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> my mouth is still going, but my brain is definitely wondering if it should be. Yes. Oh God, I'm going to try and be one of those people who's just like, yeah, no. I'd love to be concise. I don't think I'll ever oh, be. Fuck. I'm literally saying I'd look that twice. Yeah, Ugh, can't, and you yeah. still you still have barely finished the sentence. I know. <laughs> yeah, just the, the, the last third of that sentence was you just going, uh, <laughs> just, just to keep some noises going. I made a little concerted effort a few years ago to not talk unless it was necessary. So have and you? I've been, you haven't. Hmm. No, but I have. This is you doing that. No one wants to speak now. Dead air is a crime, guys. <laughs> I've well, I've noticed. No, is that a deliberate <coughs> thing, Will? Because when we've been driving to our gigs, to my gigs that you support, um, I've often noticed suddenly I'll, I'll say a thing and I'll go, "Oh, Will hasn't responded to that," and I'll sort of go, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything." Then. <laughs> oh no, or maybe I've said something not... really offensive. But you're just being one of those guys that are like trying to. We're not, we're not yeah. trying to be rude. Just You're trying, trying to, to re, like, re, recreate your personality, sort of thing. I tell you what, I'm really, I'm if really worried. If anyone needed to, oh fuck <laughs> off! I'm worried about being one of those guys where someone says, "Oh, he always needs the last word." Yeah. So you're like, like you, you'll yeah. say to me, "Oh, I need the toilet. Can we stop at the next services?" I can mm. just nod because we can. Not if someone's any- driving. You can't, Will. I'm driving. Oh, that's okay. I thought you were just sitting <laughs> silently in the passenger seat while poor lonely Colin tried to chat to you. No. <laughs> Colin's there just, you know, we're having a nice chat. We listen to some music. We have a great time in the car. Colin's we're reading a you team. a whole quiz and you're just nodding instead of answering mm. any of the questions. Yeah. He's just like going, hmm. it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> I'm such but a powerful. It boy. works. It really It does works. make you book him every time. It's been playing yeah, yeah. on your mind, Colin. <laughs> Until I get to the bottom of that enigma. And then my fear is I'll get to the bottom of the puzzle and it will just be nothing. There'll be nothing there. That's the oh, fear. No, he's deep. There'll be stuff There's there. There's something there, worry. isn't there? I hope so, because I've been really digging for Duggan weeks is the question now. mark of the century. 
I've been digging in the Duggan. Digging in the Duggan. We saw digging at Woolerton Hall. So when we were there, oh. you might not have got to this point because your train arrived and and focus shifted. But we met a guy, a load of guys, that were doing an archaeological dig to look for an orangery. Oh, I think the orange is already there, isn't it? No, it was there. It is... There's another orange. There's a camellia house, which yeah, is the so like heated greenhouse bit. Wow. There were there are there is an orangery, but there's another orangery. Because it's quite recent archaeology, sorry to those that have listened and you're just hearing it again, basically they know it existed because of the records are quite recent, but they just like want to see where it was. So it's quite nice doing a dig, looking for something that they knew would yield a positive response. But they were having trouble, weren't they, because... They, those stupid bastards recycled all the building stuff so they didn't leave a lot in the ground but they ah. have found backfill from where they dug the lake out they moved all the stuff from that over to fill in the hole where the orangery was oh, I love a bit of backfill um, <clears throat> but the orangery so there isn't an orangery that you can go see do you know what that bit you know we're talking about things that are a bit posh mm. the orangery felt like the posh bit we couldn't go in Oh. Or the bit that isn't the hall. <laughs> yeah. Are you thinking... I think you might be know. thinking... There's the bits on the side. The white, like, building There's with all the glass. garden like, bits. Or maybe I just found it boring as a kid, so I didn't go in it. But in my head, that was a like a posh house, bit you didn't go though. in. Yeah, it might have okay. been fancy. Did you bit. find the um, the area with the, the transport museum? Yes, but it was all shut while we were there. Oh, the no. industrial... We had a good laugh over the industrial museum, the history of industry wanting volunteers, and then we played ping pong and went about our day. Oh, I'm sorry you, you couldn't... Oh, yeah, there's a ping pong table there. Yeah, there? we had a good yeah. time. I had to oh, cut lovely. a lot of that out of the edit. Uh, yeah. It's a very back visual that, meeting, Why did though, I leave the microphone on? But, hey, that yeah. was a fun 20 minutes for me to listen to. Also, oh, the because in, the, the, that good at ping pong, is clack, 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 and then someone running to get a ball to an errand, and then clack, 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 and then all the other person run, and then all oh, dogs come to watch us, clack, clack, clack. Yeah. So don't worry, listeners, you've not missed out on two, <laughs> you've listened to not very good table tennis players playing table tennis not very well. But that bit's all out in the courtyards, just to the yeah. side. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, mm. yeah. That's where the cafe is, which is very nice, but again, I feel like I'm at the National Trust and I don't want to, and I feel like... Wollaston Hall's my place. <laughs> Do you feel like, like when I see it's things... not National Trust and it's local then that it should yeah. be more like salt of the earth, this manor house? Oh, I don't know. what. I, I, I think it's just those kind of cafes seem so posh to me and sort of weirdly, <laughs> even though I like them, you know, I, yeah. I, like anyone, I love a nice flat white and a, a little scone or something. But uh, Anywhere you go where the first thing on the menu is carrot and coriander, you go, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something... It's the worst soup. <laughs> People listening are probably like, what's he complaining about? They're lovely, those cafes. But there's yeah. just something about... What, homogeny, is that the word? Is that the word? I guess When things that... all become the same, is that homogeny? Yeah. That is homogeny. I don't know. I don't know I, okay, thank you. You've, you've confirmed what flex and homogeny means. Do you think it's that, like, you go to a place, especially with an old building like that, and you walk around and you really get immersed in, in the uniqueness of that place... Yeah. And they really do their best to draw it out. And often these places are a product of where they are. So they, you know, they might have come from mining money and there's a history of mining or it might be agriculture yeah. or whatever. And you really get a sense of this family and the uniqueness of this manor. And then you walk into a ready print cafe and you remember that you're not in the uniqueness of it anymore. You're in the standardization of it. 
everything you said, I think, is true. <laughs> yes. I really like the way that you I say the I think you nailed it. And I liked ready print, I think, is a good way to explain <laughs> those places. Ready print. It's all, yeah. it's all printed off. I want someone writing something on a chalkboard. Yeah, and sort of um, making stuff up. You want you want like a you want traditional Nottinghamshire recipes. Yeah, which would be an egg cob, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just wall to wall egg cobs. Egg. Just, just as, I I have that in my show, as Will knows. But like I, uh, I, I in my mind, everyone just ate egg cobs when I was a kid. That's all everyone ate. Like loads <laughs> of mayo, like a absolute filth of mayo, mm. egg mayo, now, just shoved in a cob. But a cob is what we call a roll, like roll. But Weirdly, I say I cob outside of Nottingham, and people think cob is posh, but like to us, roll is posh. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, well. Colin and I were discussing, Laura. <clears throat> so when Co- Colin does talk about egg cobs in his show and his personal life, now he's mm. sort of buried the lead here. When you think of an egg cob, what are you imagining, Laura? Me? Like yeah. just a little bread roll with egg mayo in it. Egg mayo. See, Colin's also imagining egg mayo, but I imagine a fried egg, which I think is funny. You can't oh, take a fried egg for yeah, like, a yeah. fried egg needs to be eaten immediate it is cooked. Yeah. Yeah, but you whack it on no, the but cob. That and makes eat sense. It. Yeah, but we're it talking might... about days out, so I think that's why I was thinking egg mayo. I yeah. also think if anyone works for Heinz, your Hellman's, or anything else, egg yolk sauce, like egg yolk mayonnaise, would be an absolute golden condiment, both in colour and be. quality. I think um, I think Butty would have to be in there if it was fried egg. That's how you'd get me to think fried. Egg Butty? Mm. Yeah. I never said Egg Butty. We had chip Butty was obviously a thing. Um, Hot though. Bacon Butty, Egg and Bacon Butty. That that had come, come up. I think we'd say fried Egg Cob. I think mm. if it was Egg Cob, it would be Egg Mayo automatically. While we're on this, God, subject, we talk about some interesting stuff. Hey, it's it's the meat and bones of the potato podcast. Um, <laughs> it's the meat and bones of the potato podcast. It's pure and simple. No more explanation. It's the meat and bones of the potato podcast. Any more questions? I've done one good sentence this podcast, and that's going to be it. What, Colin Holt? What is Hello. supper? Oh, supper! I was listening to you talk about this, and I was trying to work out what I think supper is. I think supper is that thing in books where if you're naughty, you don't get it when you go to bed. Yes. Oh, very supper is that. And and yet I think we always had. So what did we have? We had dinner was lunch. Yeah. Tea was dinner. Okay. So we'd say, what what are you having for your tea? You know. I'm a lunch become, and tea man. I have to become one of these characters to understand. You know, you're a lunch and tea. I've never heard that before. I'm a lunch and tea. So I'm, like, I am. But weirdly, I call breakfast petit déjeuner. I'm really <laughs> am an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, Will, breakfast. shall we have a look yeah. at some TripAdvisor? Yeah. So okay. I went on the TripAdvisor to Woolerton Hall. So broadly, people love Woolerton Hall. There mm. are over four thousand reviews. And the average rating that people are giving Woolerton Hall is uh, four and a half. Okay, um, it's of all the things to do in Nottingham. There are two hundred and twenty-six things on TripAdvisor that they think are worthy to do in Nottingham. It ranks eleventh out of all of those, so it's well wow. received. Okay, uh, of the four thousand and fifty-five reviews there are, um, over two thousand of those are five star 
Like, people really are into it. Um, so I've sort of collated a couple from the fives and the fours that basically get the general vibe of the positive reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's, we've not been for a while, but every time we go for a walk around the park, it's beautiful. You go around the hall and the lake. You come back via the formal gardens and enjoy the cafe. A wonderful day out. Next guy says, had a lovely visit here. The doors open to the museum. We walk right in. Love seeing the deer wandering about. The building is astonishing. So most people are sort of in that vein, agreeing with me and Laura and each other. But that's not why you go on TripAdvisor, Colin. You go on TripAdvisor no. for the mentalists who leave one-star <laughs> reviews when they have no need to. So here's my <laughs> favourite one-star reviews. Firstly, I think these two people went on the same day because there's no way this has happened twice. I'm excited. Greatest title I've ever heard of a TripAdvisor review. One star. Don't attend if you're in a wedding dress. Rude staff. (laughs) I mean, what's happened? Is it a jilting? Is it a jilting? And they've gone, well, look, we're here now. We're out. What's nearby? Let's make the most of the day. Let's go and see that bloody gorilla. Um, (laughs) Very. You're not going to see your groom's dick tonight, so... yeah, <laughs> you can, well, here's what you might have won. You can, uh, you can uh, get married there, just so you know. We nearly did. But who's but leaving a one-star review for their own wedding? Fuck. I'll tell you why. It's because okay, of here this. Here we go. Okay, here Very we go. disappointed. We stopped here on Thursday on our way to a wedding meal to take a couple of photos with a nice grass background. Within minutes of arrival, we were swooped upon by a man with a radio. He wanted to charge us £100 to take photos, was very rude to the bride and groom, and upset the bride. Annoyingly, if we'd arrived without a wedding dress on, we could have had as many photos as we wanted. Then, someone else. Okay. Must be the same same month, the same one star. Theirs is just called Baffled. A hundred pounds just to have pictures on a council owned <laughs> park. Part of a wedding party who stopped for pictures within seconds of us arriving, a man came marching down saying we needed to pay. When we refused, well, originally we thought we were being pranked. When we refused, he threatened to call the police. Luckily, we went to Arnold Park and they didn't charge us anything. Now, I just really hope that there's a bloke who hates mm. weddings. Um, <laughs> Uh, another one of my favourite, it is also wedding related, but I think Wollaton Hall should cancel this booking because this person is clearly a nightmare. One star, shocking customer service, or customer, either way is fine, shocking customer <laughs> service. We are getting married in four years. What? Very, pause I it. am very pause disappointed. It here, pause it. Because, Will, you're currently an engaged man to be yeah. wed, to be married. Yeah. Um, in four years, but they're already at a point of leaving TripAdvisor reviews on things that have been, like, that's not a person mm. that's commitment phobic or anything like that. That's somebody that just wants to spin being the bride out for y- literally well, nearly half a decade. <laughs> they're not happy with Woolerton Hall oh. because they are very disappointed and annoyed that they go round in circles on the telephone and emails. And that's it. That's the full review. They're annoyed at someone's admin. So, wow. So they haven't, they're not talking about the hall, the grounds, the deer, no. the cafe, the industrial museum. There's I mean, so it's much annoying to be they're on They're not hold. talking about that. 
But I do think if I was the owner, why did you need to tell us you're getting married in four years? Yeah. And if I be, if I was Willerton Hall, I thought, right, we've got a load of weddings. It's our bread and butter, as Laura says quite rightly. This one's happening in 200 weeks. It's not the first thing to do on my to-do list on a Monday morning. <laughs> it's get also, those but you could, have left that, you could have left that TripAdvisor review without mentioning your wedding. You could have just said, been trying to get through to speak to them and the phone line is yeah. annoying. You didn't have to be like, guys, I'm actually getting married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how exciting for me. Somebody loves um, me. The twos and threes, I've not really gone into much because they basically all say the same thing, which is uh, the, the hall's lovely, the cafe's a bit expensive, but they don't like, A, the fact that the car park used to be free and now it isn't, and it's quite hard to pay because you've got to, and we found yes, this, you've got that to is walk annoying. a bit into the cafe pay. So I was like, that's fair enough. Yeah. I think some of them are a bit harsh. But then I've got one more. It's quite a long one. And we're going to stop and discuss at several <laughs> points. Okay. Because this person's mad. One star. Waste of time. <sighs> Put some of the vast amount of money made parking in a disgusting, dusty, potholed car park back into making it how it was 35 years ago. It used to have a nice swing and good fishing. All the paths and fencing were kept nice and neat. There was also a cafetiere with decent prices. Now, originally, I wasn't <laughs> going to pull on the cafetiere. I thought, they clearly mean cafeteria. But they've, called it, they've, they've said the word cafetiere again, so they're fucking mad. Don't you um, think, so um, far, this, this could be a review of Willerton Hall. It could also be a column about everything that's gone wrong with Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Broken Britain. Now I also worry it. It sounds a bit like me. It's basically what I've been saying, <laughs> moaning about the cafe and so on, you know. And, and it was potholed car park. His, it, their problem is it's not what it was 35 years ago, even <laughs> though it's objectively better than it was 35 years ago, I'd say. But like, well, according to this person, yeah, anyway. no. Because he said, right. now we have none of this. The gates have been made, and this is a superb phrase, the gates have been made by a blind carpenter and a disgrace. <laughs> Wait, two people, or is the blind carpenter a disgrace? I think the blind or carpenter is a disgrace. Is the assistant I think he's saying the gate is a disgrace. I think he's saying that they've been made oh. by a blind carpenter and are a disgrace, but he's made it sound like um, th- it's been made by two people. One's a blind carpenter and one is just a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> the pathways are eroded away. What gate? Yeah. Knows. Fuck knows. Well, the only no gate surprise. we went through was metal. You yeah. don't go no for surprise. a gate, Ivor, do you? Someone was stuck in a bog a couple of months ago. What is no happening in this review? What do you mean All the fencing months is, ago? All the fencing is uh, broken down, even in the deer areas. Green algae fills the lake in the summer. You can't blame... That's just how lakes work. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just nature. And in the winter, it's a quagmire. The toilets are a disgrace. <laughs> six, ago, six weeks ago, we had a gathering and went to the toilet. And even though they're charging full price of parking, there was not a single toilet open by the house or even the play park. That's seven toilets, all closed. Yesterday, being a bank holiday Saturday, we had a meeting there at one o'clock. What's Very a bank busy. holiday Saturday? Also, <laughs> if you hate it so much, why does he keep going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a meeting at one o'clock. And it was very busy with the Jungle Book being on. So imagine the cushy what? staff would be Hang very on. busy. Hang I know, on. right? I've no idea. Hang on. What are we talking about now? The John Favreau recreation or just they're just playing old Disney? Well, Is it no on at the hall? Context. 
I reckon it his, was uh, a play. I reckon they were doing an open air theater of the Jungle Book. Do you think? I had thought so. There's so that much sounds context to me, needed. To me. So hang on, they were trying to have a meeting, At but it was busy. Because the Jungle Book was on. Because the Jungle well, Book was on. Me- meeting is a weird word, isn't <laughs> it? Meeting, meeting sounds having? like a, a business meeting or something. Yeah. Okay, guys. Like or a meeting because they're addicted to leaving incomprehensible uh, TripAdvisor reviews. <laughs> right, guys, the Q2 profits weren't good enough. We need to really push forward for Q3. Let's meet at Woolerton Hall Park. <laughs> Uh, and discuss moving forward. But anyway, because of all of these these things, this person thought the staff would be very busy. Well, they weren't at all. Just pottering around on their little truck, telling people to move. So they could rob people for parking yet again on the grass. At 2.30, there were five toilets open by the play park. But at 5pm, they were all shut, with the exception of a disability toilet. So people were just doing it in the bushes. Mums and kids doing the same. But guess what? They were still charging full price for the parking. It's shame on them, the typical greedy council. Go to Derby Markton Park. That's a cafetiere. Nice parking. It's clean and well run. And puts the money back into the park, not into some numpty's pocket. One star. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So was this during the pandemic is one question. No, because this was the in little... June 2022. Oh, okay. So them telling people to move on, I thought might be that. Also, the people going around in a little truck, I don't remember that. And in my oh, mind, yeah. it's, it's like one of those little trucks that they get in James Bond villain headquarters. That people yeah, go golf around. Buggy on. Type Do you know what I mean? June yeah, 2022 just... is this year. Yeah. There's so much that they were talking about there. That I mean, we were literally there three weeks ago. I don't know what gate they're talking about. I, so tiny mad. trucks, seven tiny toilets. Trucks. How many toilets does this person's bottom require? Mums and There's kids all... just weeing in bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any. Which is of quite this. normal for kids to wee in bushes, to be honest. You know. Yeah. But um... I think the average mum would have to be quite desperate to not queue for the toilet that exists and to just whiz in a hedge because it's quite open Deerland Park there's not loads of hedgery no no if you go hedgery, towards the lake a lovely curry paddock dinner <laughs> yeah there is a bit more towards the lake isn't there hedgery did no I got it I got it and I loved it um I feel like I've been overly critical I worry someone will listen to this and go but you wouldn't have sent us there if you didn't love it yeah. Oh, it's and like and we're the most Fav- critical of the things. Favorite place the in the world. Favorite place in the world. You know. Um, if people, well, when people have had a lovely time listening to you here and don't want this to be the end of their time with you, how can yes. they come and see you on tour? Oh, come see me on tour. On, I've got a website now. Ooh, I am colinholt.com. So you can get all the details there, or you can go on berksnest.com and book your tickets. I've still got. I've got two weeks at Soho, which are all sold out. Just to say. Hello. Just, hello. Is that a flex? Yes, and it's a okay. brilliant one. It's a good one. He's and got then... a bigger dick than a gorilla, and he's sold out <laughs> for Soho. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, well, on the 11th, we're announcing that I'm doing a West End one-off <gasps> of Anna Man. So, yes, I'm doing that as well at the Fortune Theatre. One-off, maybe there'll be more than a one-off, depending if people buy tickets for that. So please come along, it's the most exciting thing in the world. I can't wait to do it in the West End. And then after that, touring around more in November, Will's going to be there for some of them. And 
Um, Not yet. Got and my email about the Fortune Theatre. Probably I'll just check that. will come through soon. I think okay. I'm doing that one. Actually. Okay, buddy. Okay. And then it's not to be honest. We haven't organised that bit. But um, and then in the spring, there's going to be more. Yay! Plus, I, ha- I have a podcast called Epic Things that I do with my friend Pete, which I'd love you both to come on and also have a listen to that if you can, because it's uh, it's only a baby. Epic Things. Go <laughs> it's and find only a epic baby thing. thing. We have lovely yeah. listeners, and they are the most lovely, chatty, nicest people in the world. So we'll send them we do, your way. Are. Thank you so much for joining us and for sending us to Willerton Hall and for giving up your morning to chat to us. Thank you so much. Oh, my Thank pleasure. You, it was lovely. It was lovely. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> What a lovely chat we had with Colin about a lovely day out at Woolerton Hall. Wasn't that nice, Laura? That was the nicest. I really love this podcast, Will. Me too. I love you. I love you too. So let's, listen. Let's, ki- let's kiss over Zoom. Mm, probably not. That is the end of the uh, first half of Woolerton Hall month, but there's still two more weeks to go. And now it's over to you as to what on earth we're going to talk about. So... Listen up. You can get voting now. Um, you can vote on Twitter. We'll put a poll up there. You can comment on Instagram. Let us know. Send us a message. Um, you can email us, nationaltreasurespodcast at gmail.com. And nice. we are at treasurespod on socials. If you're one Hello. of our patrons listening to this on the extended version, then um, you can comment underneath the, the Patreon link. Hey, any way you want to vote, you just let us know, buddies. We're easy. Your choices for the next two weeks. Do you want us to do a deep dive on supper? How could we not? Um, taxidermy. Ooh. How could we not? <laughs> Ants. Oh. Or orangeries. Those are your four. Choose wise. Choose wise. Um, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're enjoying it. Um, as Laura Give said, us a review. Getting... If you're, yeah, give us a review, you shits. Um, also, if you're not a patron, do sign up. Five pound a month brings you the extended version of all of these, plus your weekly extra podcast years and years, and your monthly live stream. Also, you get the Discord for our lovely little online community. It's growing, isn't it, Laura? It's growing and it's lovely and it's nice. Um, oh, it's the best little family of listeners you could ever ask for. It really is. Anyway, we'll see you next week. The voting will be open until Sunday. Uh, which is the we the sixteenth, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.